Hi, I'm Brad Langell, the CEO of Go Gold. We're a uh, junior miner, explorer, developer in Mexico with an operating mine, the Peral Tailings Retreatment Mine, where we've been operating now for nine years of production, another five years of reserves left. But the real flagship is our project in Jalisco, Los Ricos, where we are developing two separate deposits in the same district, Los Ricos North, Los Ricos South. We have economic studies on both of them, and we currently have drilled in the last four years from zero to 270 million silver equivalent ounces. And we currently have between the two projects, 875 million of uh, NPV. Brad, because yeah. you know what? We've been speaking for what, three, three and a half years? First time we met, isn't it? Yep. Is yep. that the same? That's right, <laughs> right around uh, right around the 2020, yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So anyway, we, we meet in person. Right, we're at the Beaver Creek, Beaver Creek Conference. Uh, Lots of meetings going on, lots yep. of people here, relatively good mood outside of the conference, it, 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 it seems. But are, who are you here to see? Let's start with that. You know, really, uh, we're here to see our in investors. Mm -hmm. uh, investors try to meet some new investors. I'll be honest with you, I don't see a lot of new faces. It's not like we have a lot of new generalists coming into the space right now. But, um, you know, we, we're seeing our investors. Our investors are very, very supportive. We're, um, you know, good, in, uh, good retail, but we're also very heavily held institutionally. Yeah. Uh, I think the strength is we have a strong balance sheet and that we have a good project. Well, I, th I think that nailed it in one, because yeah. what I've heard is lost conversations, not a lot of money. Okay. That's right. Not a lot of money. There's uh, the window shut. And, uh, you know, knock on wood, we um, were fortunate. Uh, the window was open. Uh, we knew we were going to need capital to build our project. So we, we took the capital. Um, we have 99 million US in the bank account sitting there waiting for the build. We know we're going to need a, another 50, 75 million, 75 million. Um, we're talking to the, um, providers of debt and it's interesting what they're saying. They're saying they see a lot of good projects. They love Los Ricos. I think it'll be a competitive process, but they're saying, you know, we see a lot of good projects. The issue is that we know they can't get the equity portion in this market. We have the equity portion. We're fully financed on the equity portion. Fully financed. You, yeah. You've done some quite time, some sizable and timely fundraisers, which I think maybe you get marked down for at the time, but I guess after, after that looked like genius. Yeah. I, I mean, we don't have a crystal ball, but what we do is we always understand that we're building a business and we're trying to de-risk the business. So we know we de-risk the business if we are financing, we have a strong balance sheet and, um, yeah, the financings were done uh, higher than we are now, obviously. Um, and uh, we have the, still, we have the support of our investors. And, you know, in hindsight, I think they're looking at it and say, yeah, that was a good time to take money. For sure, for sure. Right, let, let, let's talk about what you're going to do with the money. Obviously, um, you've got studies out on both uh, Los Ricos South and Los Ricos North. Um, and I guess people are keen to understand how this thing gets built. You talk about building a company, but it's got to go, get into production. We're going to try and get yeah. some revenues flowing here. So... I'm going to start with some promises you made at the beginning of the year about what you're going to do to be, allow you to be able to deliver a, a build yep. out. So talk us through what you promised and did you hit with all of them? Yeah, yeah, I, I think we did. Um, the year's not over yet. You yep. know, it was in January we had that uh, kind of New Year's resolution press release and uh, one that we said we're going to do, you know, uh, PEA in Los Ricos North. Um, we were going to make sure the balance sheet was good. We got a 
big financing done, uh, 65 million in uh, March as well. We um, also did a PA in Los Ricos South and with the new Eagle claim, we completed the drilling there and we had a new resource. And, and some people say, well, why did you update your PA in Los Ricos South? You already had one. We updated it because the Eagle was very, very significant. It brought in a lot of real high grade ore and um, we wanted people to understand the impact of that. So we did that PEA. What we have left to do on technical studies is a pre-feasibility study. I do think we'll get it done before the end of the year because this PEA is so, so close to a pre-feasible. Mm. Um, the biggest thing we have to do is the more higher level geotechnical work. And that is underway with Golder right now. I mean, they're on site, they're drilling the geotechnicals or most of the way through that study. Yeah. No, so I'm going, to, I'm going to come back to the money thing slightly yeah. because you raised 65 million bucks. Yeah. Got 99 in the bank. Most people go at that time, I said, we've got a lot of money sitting in, in, in yeah. the account. We don't need to do it now. In, in a, and I'm trying to help investors to look at management teams and go, what smart decision making looks like because not everyone understands how to kind of build, build down a company. So, you know, what were you thinking at the time to say, well, you know, we, we may as well take it now while we can get it. Uh -huh. It will top us up. You'll be well over a hundred million bucks in the bank. Yeah. Why, why was that important to you then? Just risk reduction. You know, um, somebody told me once, um, look after the downside. A lot of time the upside will take care of itself. And we're, you know, we're looking after making sure nothing goes wrong. I'd also say uh, I'm the third largest shareholder of the company. I view it as a long-term shareholder. And I think a lot of our uh, institutions are long-term shareholders and they view it the same way. So what's the best thing for the company, the business is to make sure you execute on the business plan. You need to have capital to do that. You never want to get caught flat-footed, you know, without that capital. Um, so that's what we did. You know, I view everything as an owner, as a long-term shareholder. Right, and and money obviously does funny things in, in the sense that it gives you optionality to carry on as normal, right? So in a meaningful way, you sort of don't care what the market is actually doing because it's beating everyone up at the moment and mm -hmm. so not have to worry, like the share price every morning when you wake up is, is quite a nice thing. But at the same time, in a market like this, I've seen it benefit companies because they've had to rethink <laughs> their business plan. They've had to rethink how they come at the asset itself, how they kind of come at the allocation of capital and, and that return on capital investment. But for you guys, do you feel that it, you haven't had to change much or, or were you tempted at, at some points to do so? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's about that um, reducing risk strategy. You know, we have an asset that we can phase our way into it with capital. Right. You know, initial capex, capex of 148 million, a 1,750 ton a day underground plant. With the Eagle, it's very high grade, so we can start in a very good part of the deposit, and that's why we can have an NPV after 11 years of mining of 458 million. Um, so versus, you know, some projects are extremely good projects, you know, more than our almost 900 million NPV, but, you know, they find themselves in a position where they need a billion dollars of capital because, and they're gonna have a $3 billion NPV or 4 billion but they're trading at $200 million market cap, right? This project, this company balance sheet, project that we can phase into, get production going, and then grow from cash flow and always have just reasonable amounts of debt. Yeah. And I, I, if I may, I, I'll just give you a scenario. 
that we looking at the, what we're planning. We have a long-term plan, we have a short-term plan. Mm -hmm. And the short-term plan is at 1,750 ton a day mill, um, get Los Rico South uh, into production. The other thing that we're doing, we've applied for a permit. We're, the, we're going through the permit process quite expeditiously. We're, um, we're happy with that. And when we have it, we're gonna build that and we'll start generating great cash flow, um, about 80 million US a year. And then we have the Los Ricos North, which is say three or four years behind Los Ricos South. Um, we'll have the cash, we'll have paid down our debt. We go to the North, we, that's a bigger CapEx, that's 200 million. But with a reasonable amount of debt again, we'll get the North into production. And long-term, what we're building is between a 15 million and 17 million ounce a year uh, producer of silver. And um, we'll, we'll do that and generate 150 million plus a year um, and have all in sustaining costs under $10. I mean, that will be one of the premier silver assets in this space. Very, very efficient. Yep. Now we've all talked about, obviously you've got sort of two districts in a way with yep. North and South. And it, what, what was the kind of thinking around where you put the plants? Do they have to have separate plants? Yep. Obviously you, you've got to do that arbitrage thing, you know, trucking it or putting the plant equidistant. You know, how, how, do you, how, do you, how do you work all that? You know, we really went through that, um, that uh, equation, that kind of trade-off. And um, in the North, it's an 8,000 ton a day plant. And uh, the grade is lower. It's it's a um, big open pit with few satellite pits. Really? So to truck that to the south, which is a an hour and fifteen minute trucking, it just right. didn't it didn't work. You know. Um, so we said, and that phased in approach too. Uh, so it's two different plants. It's um, seventeen fifty in the south, and actually, in year number three of the mine plant, it gets expanded to four thousand tons, and then later. Eight. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. So that, that's the discipline. So talk to me, talk about timelines. Because again, coming back to the yeah, thing, in a market like this, people want, you know, winners and success stories. Yeah. Um, how do you, how's this thing phased through to, a, in terms of your phase, your option A or your uh -huh. first option, the smaller amount, how do you get that into production over what timeline? We have an aggressive timeline, but, um, you know, so far it's been ticking the boxes. It's been working for us because we have the capital, because we have the access to capital for that debt portion, we think we can get it done in that timeline. We would like to have by the end of the year that pre-feasibility study or early in the first quarter, and along with that, a front-end engineering design. Okay. We'll build off that. And okay. the people we're talking about for the debt, they'll do that. You know, the, what we need is the permit, of course, and that's what's the least in our control, obviously. Right. But we feel good about it, because what we've asked for first is an underground permit in Mexico. And um, that is much easier to get right now than an open pit permit. Because so a couple of things going on there. So obviously, um, the district that you're in, um, you, yeah, you've got all the kind of social license you told us before mm -hmm. about some yes. things that you're doing there. But in the backdrop, you've kind of got these elections coming through, federal uh, elections coming through. Um, lots of noises. I think it's affected a lot of the Mexican stocks. It has had an impact, yeah. Yep. So elections next year. Yeah. So that's good news. We'll know one way or another. But for a long time, Mexican mining guy, <laughs> you've probably seen it all. What do you expect the outcome to look like? What's it going to do for your business? What I expect is we're in a political season. There's a bit of that going on until the election next July. And that means? It, it just means maybe on the open, side, open pit side, maybe that slows down. Yeah, okay. Um, there may be some in the you know in process now 
you know, and I hope something gets approved. Um, after that, we'll see where the dust settles. I will say Mexico is uh, a country with 450 years of mining history. They have a real mining economy in Mexico. 60% um, of their mines are open pit mines. And uh, I think whoever the next president is, um, and the, you know, the current administration, I think they will, they understand that it's a big part of the economy. I think they wanted to get their new mining law in position. Um, it really, there was a lot of noise around it, but it didn't end up impacting very much. Um, it really, it doesn't really impact us. So I think, I think the dust will settle. I think it'll all work out. Uh, but we're in a political season, you know, like any country getting coming up to election, you know, it's, but, uh, I don't think it's going to affect us on that open underground permit. Okay. 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 Um, so message for your current shareholders, status, we go, we've been delivering what we said we we're going to deliver and when we said we were going to deliver it. Right. Expect more of the same. That's what we're doing. One step in foot of the, in front of the other, uh, deliver on our plan, execute, you know, uh, do high quality work, um, maintain, maintain that business plan. We, we do care obviously about the share price for sure. And, um, but, uh, we think we'll achieve it by doing what we're, we tell our investors we're going to do and, and delivering on that. Well, yeah, I think it's like a case of, you know, you've got to deliver what you can, you can yeah. in control of what you are and the market will come when the market's ready to come. We'll see what happens with that, with, with yeah. the first announcements coming up. And, you know, we need a. I don't quite know why, but um, there's a lot of reasons, I guess. But sentiment is the issue right now. It's not the commodity price. Yeah. The commodity price, if you're a producer, commodity price is good. Mm. It's just there's uh, not that sentiment there. There's not that, um, you know, for the general market, they're, they're not jumping in and saying, I need to have junior developers right now. And but I, things could change. And, they, and when they change, they usually change pretty quickly. Yeah, they, they, it should do. I think it's been a tough year for, for retail in the sense yep. that disposable income, discretionary spends has, has gone out the window. Yep. You get redemptions from, you know, as far as the funds are concerned, so they're hoarding cash because they don't, those yep. redemptions aren't going to stop anytime soon. So it, 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 but the mood changes, companies are set up for success, right. will be successful. And I think we have our ducks in a row. You like do. when when you it do. when it changes, it's going to be good for Goldwell. Good man. Well, like, I appreciate you coming in and um, sharing the story. Glad to see things are going along at, at a pace. You know, one of the better uh, silver stories out there, and a bit yep. of gold. Yep. Uh, so, look forward to hearing more from you. Great, thank you. Thanks, Matt.